Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. We're so blessed to have you with us. Amen. Pray that you're having a wonderful day. Your day's getting ready to become that much greater. Amen. Because I'm in the studio with Dr. Daryl Rogers. Amen. You are in for a very special treat. Amen. We've been talking about those divine connections. Amen. Those things that empower our lives. And there's no greater thing, amen, that you can connect with than the plan and purpose that God has for your life. Amen. The Bible says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, not just in our appearance, not just in what's inside of us, but also with a plan that God laid out before the foundations of the world. Amen. I encourage you, grab your Bible, grab a pen, some paper. Amen. You're going to want to take some notes. I also would like to encourage you that if you haven't watched our previous episodes where we've been discussing these divine connections, go back and watch those episodes. It will add to and enhance what we're going to share with you guys today. You know, it's a beautiful thing when it comes to discovering what you are made to do. I think it was, uh, was it Mark Twain that said, you know, the two most important things in your life is the day you were born and the day you discover why you were born. You know, I know that life truly doesn't begin until you come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean, that's the most important decision that anyone can make. And we talked about that, you know, a few episodes ago. But how important is it for us, you know, once we realize there's a purpose for our lives, how important is it for us, Doc, to connect with that the plan to fulfill that purpose? Well, how, how does any vision get established unless somebody connects. And so the, the thing of it is, is that everything about Christianity, somebody had to connect to what God had raised them up to do. And it started very small, but as the impartation was imparted into other people, then it began to multiply and increase. And so um, I, I always think about this, you know, that all the way back to the days of Noah, when the words were spoken over Ham, Shem, and Japheth, it talked about the thing that we're doing today. Yeah. Because it says that, and I'm paraphrasing all of this, but when Moses gave the word of the Lord, to Shem, he, he said something really interesting. He said that in the tents of Shem, that was going to be this message. And that the Japheths would reach into that tent and pull that message and take it to the world. Now, when you think about this, man, I mean, every place we go uh, in missions, somebody Come on. has been there imparting something into the people's lives. And where did all the Christianity come from? The roots come from, from the, the message to the Jews, mm -hmm. from, from Judaism. And so we're divinely connected. We may not understand it all, but mm -hmm. man, this, this thing that God has called us to is so much bigger than we think. Mm -hmm. And that's why you got to hook up and you got to be underneath some, some kind of teaching that is going to help you to uncover your destiny. Because you could sit in church, like, like some of my family has, they sit in church 
for 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, and didn't know anything about getting healed. Mm. Didn't know anything about receiving the blessings of God. How do you sit in church and not know these things? It's because people, they, they st stay on the message of the gospel without talking about all the benefits. Mm, come on now. And, and why did Jesus come? The whole message of the gospel is about divine reciprocity or restoration yeah. or better than life ever was before. And so it's not wrong to claim what God paid for through Jesus Christ. Yes. It's not wrong. It, matter of fact, it's wrong if you refuse a gift. Yes. And the gift has been given. The gift is Jesus Christ and all the things that he paid for. And so where is our destiny? It's in the head of the church, which is Jesus Christ. And if you're going to be part of the family of God, man, you're divinely connected to the mind of Christ, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Let this mind be in you, which yes. is also in Christ Jesus. But, you know, here, here he is that we've been made to set together. Ephesians says we've been made to set together with him in heavenly places. Amen. Well, the thing of it is, is that we're in a position of authority. But, you know, most of the time in the natural, you don't feel like you've got much authority. But if you get into the realm of the spirit, yes. you will begin to discover your place and your position about even who you are in Christ Jesus. Yeah, you have to have that. You have to have that revelation because... You never miss what you never had. Right. And and I think that's how, like you were saying with family, that you know, be in church for years and miss out on these things that to us are basics now. You know, but it's it's so vital that uh we discover, you know, you and I were talking a little bit about covenant before, you know, we started filming. You know, covenant is so important. And one of the things that God put in my heart, like, you know, we go to a lot of foreign countries, and the thing that he always has me make sure that I minister, especially when I go to Africa, is on our whole salvation. Because so many, you know, it's like a pie. Salvation is like a pie and you have healing, you have deliverance, you know, you, you, you have the, the joy of the Lord, you have the peace of God, you have, you know, you're going to heaven, you know, you have the authority, all these beautiful things, you have the prosperity. And there's so many places where the only thing that they were given was salvation not realizing that there's so much more. And the scripture that came to my heart while you were speaking was John 10, 10. Yeah. Jesus said, you know, I came to give you life and that more abundantly. I think the Amplified says a life that's so full that it overflows, you know, to where we're, 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 we're a part of that vine, those promises that were made to the Jews. You know, we've been grafted into that vine to where, you know, the Lord told, uh, you know, Abram in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, he says, man, I'm going to make your name great. People are going to know who you are. Because if you know who, if God can make us known, we can make him known. And, and it's knowing that, you know, he said, you're going to be blessed to be able to be a blessing. And that truly is the message of salvation. It's God, you know, creating family and him wanting to have a big one, him wanting to put us in a position where we can come back into that relationship with Jesus Christ. And we, we talked about, um, you know, the, the importance of knowing him. And in the last episode, uh, Jeremiah 29, you were reading uh, verses 11 through 13, you know, that the more you search for him with all of your heart, man, that's when the purpose and the plans that he says he has for us, that's where they become known. Sure. 
And I think it's so important, amen, for, for us as believers. I mean, you may be watching uh, this program today. I'm telling you, it is so important that you, you do everything you can to develop the relationship that you have with God. And one of the things that will help enhance that growth is you connecting with a Bible-preaching yeah, church. Definitely. And you connecting with ministers, like you said, people like this man of God. You know, it's you connecting with people, amen, that have some history with the Lord. People whose life has been growing in their relationship with God because the plan of God, it's not enough for you to know that God has a plan, you know, a purpose, if you're not willing to seek him to get the plan. Sure. Because you think about how many people you've known that have lived and died knowing God has a purpose for their life, but they put all the responsibility of it on God. Like if he said it's going to happen, then it's his responsibility to make it happen. I've seen so many people that they've rested in knowing that God was faithful to give them a purpose, but they weren't faithful in, in following the plan or acquiring the plan to accomplish it. How important is it for people, amen, to do their part? Well, faith without works is dead. There it is. So what is our responsibility? You know, it's interesting that the Bible talks about casting the whole of your care over on the Lord, but that doesn't mean you you don't have responsibilities. Yeah. And so the thing of it is, is that raising your children, that you may not like to discipline your children, but you have to because if you're going to raise them right, mm -hmm. you know, you got to be able to tell them no. That's right. Well, I don't know about you, but God has told me no. <laughs> He's told me it a few times. Yeah. Well, the thing of it is, is that sometimes you can just choose to do your own thing. Yeah. But if you step so far out of the will of God, eventually he's just going to say, you know, like he said to me, I don't bless disobedience. Man. Now, that, that word still goes off in me to this day, and that happened I don't, 30 years ago. Mm. Because I thought, even standing on a scripture, mm -hmm. I thought that I was taking care of my family like the Bible says, if you don't eat, you know, if you don't yeah. work, you don't eat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it talks about you're worse than an infidel, infidel if you don't take care of your family. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking care of my family. And then God tells me, says, why, why is this happening to me, God? And he goes, I don't bless disobedience. How did I disobey you? You didn't ask me. Mm -hmm. So when you think about this, man, there's an answer that he's already been there, he's mm. already done it, it's always been successful, and we don't bother to ask him? I mean, no. seek you with all your heart, you're yeah. going to find the will, the answers, the purpose, yeah. the destiny. Yeah. That, that's a decision that we all need to make, and we need to constantly make that decision because the Bible says in Romans, the 12th chapter, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living mm -hmm. sacrifice. It's not mm -hmm. a dead sacrifice. It's yeah. why you're alive that you're laying your altar, your life on that altar. Yeah, and I think that, you know, um, you had quoted Matthew 6, 33. I think the problem is, is that people, you have to come to a place to where you learn to seek first yeah. the kingdom of God, not second. Right. Because, I mean, the moment that you... You, you, you said that the first thing that came to my mind was when God taught me, you didn't, you didn't ask me. Right. <laughs> you know, I wound up in a demon-possessed car because uh, it was a good-looking mistake, but I never, I never sought God. I, I think a lot of us, we learn sometimes the hard way, 
when it comes to laying hold of what God has for us. And when it comes to the plan, you know, uh, of the Lord, you know, there, there's, I, I thank God that he doesn't give us everything at once because I think it would overwhelm us. But I, I was reminded of Reinhard Bonnke, one of the greatest soul winners in our generation. Awesome. I think one of the greatest soul winners ever walked the earth. And when God called him, the Lord told him something to this effect. I might, I might have some of the details a little bit off, but it was something to this effect. The Lord told him the first year, he says, I'm going to take you, he said, to two nations this year. And he knew he heard from God. So the Lord told him, I'm going to take you to two nations this year. Well, the year came and went, and he hadn't even gone to one nation. And when he took the time to go seek God and said, hey, man, Lord, I know I heard from you, and you told me you were going to take me to two nations, and you didn't do it. I mean, that was the plan of God for his life. And the Lord told him, he said, I was going to take you to two nations. He said, you didn't get your passport. You can't go nowhere without a passport. So God did his part. God gave him the plan. His thing is he didn't fulfill his part in the plan. And, and I think that's what's important because God's taken a tremendous amount of attention to come up with this plan that is, is perfect. And, uh, and I know that you've, you've studied, you know, the Bible from cover to cover, but I, I remember you mentioning to me that you had studied uh, Romans chapter 8 and that you broke it down word for word. So I'm really looking forward to us getting into this scripture but we were talking about Romans chapter 8. So you guys go ahead and write this down. Romans chapter 8. We're going to read verse 28 through 31. But this has a lot to do with, you know, God laying things out and, and, and things being predestinated. And I, and I know that there's been some funky doctrine that went around about predestination. But, man, break this down for us, Doc, in regards to that purpose and that plan that God has. Because we've been called to that purpose why don't you break this down for us? Well, let me just say this first. People have a desire to do things that they think will give them a spiritual identity. Mm. That's not the same thing as seeking God and then Him placing you in your destiny. Now, you got to be aggressive to pursue. Mm -hmm. But I'm just telling you that if your desire is leading you into something without God placing you in that position... You, you're at just spinning your wheels because mm. you will get frustrated just like being in the world because it won't work. Oh, come on. And it'll frustrate you, and then you'll begin to doubt God because you stepped out of sequence. Mm. Remember this. The, the, the thing about God is that there is the will of God. The per, remember, it says this. Yeah. Good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Yeah. 12.2 in Romans. Mm. So the thing of it is, is that you can do the acceptable. Mm -hmm. You can do the good, but it's not going to be as fulfilling as the perfect will mm -hmm. of God. Come on, And come that on. means that you have to mature in order to wait. Because remember, your promotion comes out of the field of another. Mm -hmm. So if you're not serving, oh, how, do you, how would good. you even recognize promotion if you're not serving? Mm -hmm. So that means that in order to get promoted, you got to self-promote. Mm -hmm. So you got to self-do. Man, I, That's you know. dangerous. What, yeah. So the, the thing of it is, is that what good does it do to, to even read Scripture? You can get it intellectually, because you said this in service of a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. You talked about how dangerous it is for some people to get this intellectual idea mm -hmm. without knowing the God that wrote the intellectual stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, because that was the Pharisees. Yeah, right. When you think about it, mm -hmm. they, they have memorized the Bible, the first five books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. So they knew the word, but they didn't know the writer of the word. It's scary. You know, and, and so I, I look at it like this. You know, so let me, let me just read this scripture, uh, 28. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Let me read it out of the Amplified, 28. That's good. We are assured and know that God being a partner mm -hmm. in their labor... All things work together and are fitting into a plan there it is. for good to and for those who love God and are called. Remember that? Circle that called thing, okay? <laughs> According to his design, not your design, mm. his design and purpose. For those whom he foreknew of whom he was aware and loved beforehand, he also destined from the beginning for ordaining them to be molded into the image of his son and share inwardly his likeness that he might become the firstborn among many brethren. And verse 30, mm. And those whom he thus foreordained, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified, acquitted, made righteous, putting them into right standing with himself. And those whom he justified, he also glorified, yes. raising them to a heavenly dignity and condition or state of being. And then verse 31. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what shall we say to all these things? Everything. Hmm. I always say it like this. <laughs> Since God is for you, who gives a rip who comes against you? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that sums it up. It sums it up, man. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to thwart the plans of God. But see, you got to know. And you, you got to know. know you're in your place. Because if you get shaky when things are not working the way that you think they ought to work, even if God makes you a promise, man, you got to stand mm -hmm. because there is going to be a test of your faith. Is your gonna, faith is going to get tested. Is there going to be adversity? Oh, man. <laughs> well, most of the <laughs> adversity happens in your own head, you know, so. Because it's, so it's not what it appears to be. Mm -hmm. It's what you think it appears to be. See, the Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. It says, mm. for we walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> That's good, right? But you know that our battle is over what we see, feel, hear. Yeah. What other people say. What's revealed to your senses, your, yeah. your, your, your uh, uh, sense knowledge faith. Right. So, I, you know, I, I, my concern, and just like yours is, my, my concern is because I, I love people and I want them to fulfill their destiny. But don't self-fulfill. Please don't do that. I, explain explain the you. difference. Well, you know, you might have a desire to prophesy. You might have a desire for ministry. You might have a desire to go to the nations. The pulpit. All of that stuff. It, and generally, I'll never forget this. There was a guy here at West Coast, and this guy, you know, and I, I won't 
go further than that. This young guy. That's all right. And he's standing right there by the pulpit, you know, and he wanted to talk to me about the Bible college. And so I said, you know, you know, come on, ask me questions. And he goes, I said, well, what do you want? And he goes, I want that. And he pointed to the pulpit, you know. And I thought, you don't know what that'll cost you, man. <laughs> yeah, you ain't prepared. You, you remember that statement when Arnold Palmer had some guy walk up to him or did Jack Nicklaus had some guy walk, and I want to play golf like you do. And he goes, no, you don't. Yeah, you yeah. don't know what this cost me. Mm-hmm. Well, the idea of it is, is that ministry is going to cost you everything. You're going to have to lay your life down. Yeah. And I'm, I wish you could just lay it down once. Mm-hmm. But every test that you mm-hmm. have in life, you're going to have to lay it down again. Yeah, because you, you got to get mature, and the only mm-hmm. way mature is going to come is through the pressure, mm-hmm. overcoming. Mm-hmm. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But there's a test before the money. Yes, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, and I think that what people don't realize is that. You have two surrenders that have to happen as a sure. believer. You you have the point of salvation, you know, to where you've been crucified with Christ. You know, it's no longer you living, but Christ living through you. But then you have, you know, and and and, and that's what the Apostle Paul said, uh, what, Galatians two twenty, I think it was. Yeah. And um, but then you have three twenty. Yeah. Uh, the the, the um, then you have the. The, that was the point of surrender, but then you have the act of surrender, which is he said, I die daily. Right. It's a daily choice that you're going to, not my will, thy will be done. And I think that when it comes to understanding that this, this like what you just read, man, God foreknew, God planned this beforehand. This was predestined. It's like the the plan, It it it's perfect. And, you know, in, in verse 31, how you said, you know, that it's knowing, you know, if God be for us, who or what can be against us? And I think that when it comes to that plan being fulfilled, where I find the greatest reassurance, regardless of what things look like in the natural, because there's a lot of things that that they look one way. You know, it, it looked like the walls of Jericho weren't going to come down. It looked like Daniel was going to be eaten by the lions. It looked like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were going to get burned in the fire. It looked like Mary had been fooling around on Joseph. A lot of things may look a certain way, but it, it's not what it looks like. What I have found is that when it comes to the plan of God, if I know this is what God has chosen for me to do with my life, I have the assurance that regardless of what comes against it, that if, if I get knowing him, if, 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 if he has my whole heart, like what we read in Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, verse 11 through 13, to where when I seek him with my whole heart, then I never question that is this going to happen. It's never a matter of if, it's always a matter of when. And I think it's so vital when it comes to the plan of God that you know that God will always consummate what he's authored for your life. You know, I, 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 this, this pops up because of being a minister and being aware of people that you love. Mm-hmm. When you're pastoring, you know that when people come down to the altar, there are some people that are down there that they're really seeking God with their whole heart. But mm-hmm. there's also people that have a tendency to come to the altar because they want to impress you. 
Now, you can tell the difference. Now, if I can tell the difference, you know that God can tell the difference. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, you know, the thing of it is, is that this sincerity that we're supposed to have about our pursuit of God Mm -hmm. is the thing that's going to take us to the next level, Mm -hmm. then the next level. And and the truth of the matter is, is, is you're in that same situation because... Everything that God has called you to do is in levels. Yes. And so where you start and where you end up is all God's plan, but it has to do with your obedience to take the steps. Because the Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. Yeah. So anyway. you, you, you have to. And, and the thing is this, is that, you know what, regardless of where you may be, may, you might be at the beginning of discovering the plan of God for your life, or maybe you might be in the middle of it. Wherever you at, Wherever you at, wherever you are at, <laughs> I'm telling you, God will meet you right there. Man. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for being with us here on Kingdom Concepts. We look forward to being with you guys again in the future. Be blessed.